Oklahoma referee who is calling foul on the bad behavior of parents at their kids' games by posting videos like this online. He first learned about it in the New York Times. Paul Rivera is here with the details. Tough to watch. And good morning, George. Good morning, everyone. Uh, yes, this ref is posting these videos to hold parents accountable for creating a toxic environment at youth sporting events. The abuse has become so bad that the National Association of Sports Officials says over 70% of refs quit the job within the first few years. They are the sideline antics, giving new meaning to poor sport. Parents caught on tape behaving badly while watching their kids play Little League and soccer. And now an Oklahoma father and referee is attempting to stop parents from acting like out-of-control children by publicly shaming them on this website. The fact that we want our kids to love the sport instead of yelling and screaming like every other uh, crazy parent out there, <coughs> go pull your kid if you don't like it. Brian Barlow is offering $100 for videos that show parents acting foul on the sidelines. Barlow then posts these videos to Facebook, his page featuring this soccer spectator. And this all-out brawl. It's more than no tolerance. It's substance to no tolerance. Like, this is what happens if you act like this. This is what could happen. You could end up on a video that ends up on offside on Facebook that ends up in front of 250,000 people. According to the National Association of Sporting Officials, nearly 40% of officials believe parents cause the most problems with sportsmanship, and over 64% of refs have had to eject spectators from youth games for bad behavior. As for Barlow, he says parents' aggressive behavior is creating a shortage of youth soccer referees, and his videos are... Blake 610, Sports and Life. This podcast is sponsored by Gorilla Mandu Strength and Conditioning. We are also sponsored by B Hand Pro Max Secondhand Clothing Retailer. Reduce, reuse. You can find them on Instagram and Etsy at B Hand Pro Max. That's B E A H A N Pro Max. Lastly, we are sponsored by Guru Graphics. Go check them out on Instagram, guru underscore graphics underscore. What is up, peoples? What is up? Hi, I'm Kermit, your host. Before we get to the topic at hand, let's get some comments from the NBA's Game 1 and the other sports around this time and what's happening. Boston went up 1-0. It's all fun and game, but, you know, Curry, Curry had that look in his eyes. Like, you know, I used to do it. Word, I got that one. I got y'all. And then I come back, and it's like, oh, it's, it's, it's over. So, that, that that's what I'm looking at more than anything. I'm still giving, Bo- I'm still giving Boston two games anyway. This is one. There may be one, one when you um 
uh, stage off elimination. I'm giving it. I'm saying Golden State four two. That's that's my prediction. What's your prediction? No, I'm still rolling with Golden State. I ain't stop. You know. Summer is almost here. Hot days are almost among us. The courts and the fields will be filled with sports, yelling, running around, just life. Because the days are going to be usually, usually awesome. In those times, parents are going to be bringing their kids to play sports. And um, it's going to be a lot of hustle and bustling. So it's going to be buzzing around and everybody's going to be screaming. They're going to be yelling. So today we're going to talk about the parents' roles in sports. I've been a part of sports uh, genre, <laughs> if you want to say that, uh, for, what, 30, 40 years? And um, I've gotten in closer in the past, what, 15 years, 20 years? And it's so funny to see how the parents and the coaches really, really, really sets the stage for kids and the sport and if they really want to play it. All right, so we have um, a lot of parents. Let's, let's, let's talk about basketball. Basketball in New York City, young man. Uh, let's talk, let's say about one parent. Let's talk about one parent. The parent that brings the kid to play, who sits there quietly. That parent usually sits there quietly, cheers the kids on, and um, what they do is they just watch it intently, and they let the kid play. Whether the kid's going to play or not, if the kid's going to uh, be on the bench, but they sit there and they just, you know, are there for the kid. So you, you get those parents, and those parents are just chill, mad chill. Then parent number two, you get the parent that trained the kid, and he or she, most of the time it's a he, he's, he's more so yelling at the player to, to do the right move, and his focus is more on the player and what they practice. And if he had to, he would pull him to the side and, you know, give him a, a tongue lashing about what he's doing wrong. More so focusing on the player, not anything else around, not the referee, not the other players, not the coach or anything. So those parents, in my view, were, the first two were bearable. Then we move, you start to move on to the next next parents, the third parent. And this one is a parent. Now, we're going to say this is a parent that uh, is, a, is a male or female, or it's, or, or it's both of them at the same time. Now, this, or just a father. Now, this parent is brought the kid in with the latest sneakers, Got headbands, got elbow pads, you know, 
playing the part, looking like you are the man. So they come in adorned in so much attire that everybody's like, yeah, that person can really play. I'm going to be scared of them. And then they have the backing of the, you know, the guardians, the parents. And the parents are really riding the player. Every little bit, every, excuse me, every little thing he does or she does, they on him. And in turn, besides being on them, they are they are on the uh, coach. They are on the coach, and they they are usurping the coach authority. Sometimes the coach don't even listen to him. And then it breaks out that two or three adults are arguing. And the coach says, two, three. The parent says, two, one, two, defense. So the kid getting all confused. So the kid has to draw his allegiance to somewhere. And the coach is either a scapegoat or just a figurehead. Because these parents are usually... The ones with the money or the ones with the influence. Or there's a coach that'd be like, I don't care, I'm going to do what I do. I'll yell at you after the game. So it's been a, it would be a content, a content, excuse me, a, a battle all the time between parent and coach. Last, last, last parent style. A parent now, it's the same thing like the one before, which was the third one. But this fourth one, the parents, parent, parents or parent, are getting on everybody. Everybody. Nobody is um, spared. From the referees, to the coaches, to the players, to other parents. They're just so boisterous and loud. And I begin to say as 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 an official sometimes that they're so loud. How is the usually the youth how are they gonna learn the game and understand it? And usually one of the parents or one of the parents might have played, so they are invested in it that way. But all of these parents in some kind of way, every parent one, two, between one, two, three, and four parents would like to see their kids, you know, use this as something to take them further. But the last two is like over the top. They're over the top so much that these parents sometimes get kicked out of parks and out of gyms. And lots of times they don't learn, but they come back because this is their lot in life. It's like you get off of work, I'm going to go to his or her game, and I'm going to scream at the refs because I don't like them. I never liked them. And, you know, you, you're riding the refs. You're riding the coach. You're riding the player. So the kid is just in a bad situation. Sometimes they they just fold under pressure. And sometimes they just ignore the parents. But that doesn't stop the parents or guardians. They just keep going. And they're loud. They're so loud. And they make the game not fun and enjoyable. But they also look at it probably like, 
yo, this is my ticket to the NBA, or this is my ticket to not paying for college. And many a time, these young ball players are not going to go to a D1 school, which is a lot of that, which is, which is many of the parents' aim. Because D1 said that you made it. You kind of hit the lotto. But a lot of them don't make it. They end up they end up in maybe Division one, Division 2, Division 3, or just playing street ballers. But the parents pour everything into them like this is an NBA star right now. And it's so terrible to see the game and, and how it's happening like that. Maybe because also... A reason why they also like that could be that they don't get to experience the the professional game on a level where they can see and they're 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 like at the uh, they're at the uh, 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 front row seat because if people in the front row seat you you see sometimes are looking all crazy, looking all crazy, screaming, acting like they they don't have any sense, even sometimes engaging with athletes in their face, spitting at them. It's a whole lot of stuff that they did. That they did and that they do. So maybe the parent is like that. But I really think it's like this. Like they're like that. The last two, three, and four is because this is their baby. This is their this is their pookie. This is their little day day. This is the this is a little sha sha. And sometimes as a fisher I gotta tell them, take it easy. I, you can't call everything, and and sometimes sometimes you just want to say let the kid play. This is how even though you taught them everything, they still got to put it into an actual game. And some of them don't don't play up to what the parent think that they are. And frankly, the kid is really not that good. Not to say that they can't be good. Or that they will not be good. But at that moment, they're not good. They just need to keep playing. And unfortunately, sometimes those kids take on that role of the parent. Parent or parents. And start to yell and act all crazy on the court and stuff like that too. So the officials and the coaches got to be like, hey, 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 take it easy. There's a structure to this game. This game was around before you was. So the kids sometimes, they do things like they give up. They take off their shirt. They run off the field. Or they run off the court. They just stop playing. So I, th I think at the end of the day, the parents, especially the last two parents, I know the passion is there. But you got to let them fail. Let them try hard, teach them, and let them fail. Don't put so much on them. There's other kids that are better at that point. Or the, your son or daughter is not having a good game. I've seen a couple of times where the parent just taught a kid a new one. During the game and after the game. And I, I believe in tough love and all that stuff too, but there's a fine line between some of that stuff. You got to kind of really watch that. Especially because, you know, every all the kids, all kids say, for instance, all kids want to be professional athletes. Because it sounds so good. They only see, remember, they only see the 
benefits. They don't see the hard work that comes with it and the hard work that comes day after day, night after night, week after week, whether you're tired, whether you have to go to a party, whether you got a test, it doesn't matter. This becomes your life. But to actually put the work in, it's a whole nother ball game. So they're not, they're not there yet. They're not there yet. So as a parent, I wasn't like that. I was like the first parent. I come and support them. And, you know, I teach them some stuff, but I, I wasn't yelling at them. Because it's a different thing when you're on the stage. As a kid, thinking about now you got your parents watching you. Now, what if you look over? Because I've seen kids. I've been in the game coaching, whether coaching or ref, and I've seen in the game. I see the kid look at the parent after the parent has been acting crazy, cursing, and doing all type of stuff, and a kid just look at him and just looks so disgusted. Like, I, like the kid is so embarrassed. So this is just something that I've, you know, I've witnessed in these, in these summer months and all these years. So this is something that parents, parents, parents who play sports need to take it easy. You can't, you can't go back into time and live through them. Yeah, let them live. And now kids are not into sports like that. They got so much other outlets. Now, if they say they want to do it, I understand that. But saying you want to do it and putting in the effort is a whole nother ball game. You got to gauge it as an adult that, yeah, I want to do it. And then just, just say, let me see if the effort is really true. Because everybody wants to do everything until you start putting in the work. And then you'll see talk is cheap. Then that's when you got to draw the line. Should I keep pushing? Should I not? But you got to use your adult wisdom and say, let me lay off. Maybe he or she's not doing well because I'm acting like a quote-unquote jerk. You know, so parents, in this summer coming up, or any summer coming up in the future, take it easy. Relax. Watch the kid. Cheer them on. Help them out. And give them a little pointers here and there. Stop going over their, their coach's head, which doesn't look good. Two, two adults. That means you got a problem. You, as a parent, got a problem with leadership and with bosses, even though you may know more. So parents, take it easy. Chill. Relax. Know your child. Know what it takes to you know to motivate them. But you also can't, because also what happens is that you're taking away the kids' shine because you're acting up. Take it easy. Let the kid play. Let his uh his uh his his, his excuse me his his play make the noise, not you on the side. And if you know more than the coach, either you should assist them or be the head coach. If you can't do it, don't usurp the coach. That does not look good. That looks that looks very bad. Or don't put the coach, don't put that, put your child on that team. Make your own team up. You make time for it. If not, you let the coach coach. If you don't like it, then you take the kid someplace else. That's just that's just simple. You can't get convenience when you want it. But like I said, if it's, you know, if it's if it's uh, for the kids, because this this thing, parents, is mostly about high school, junior high school, and middle school players. And it's, you know, it's bad. Sometimes you see the kids, and you talk to them, and they just, like, they kind of, you know, dismiss the parents. And uh, 
because even though the parents want the best for them, just take it easy and relax. Your child will probably like it even more later on and say, yo, dad, ma, you, you took it easy, you know. You wasn't, you wasn't, you, you didn't have to get pulled off screaming, cursing at people and talking about them. That's why I start getting personal. That stuff is, that stuff is not good at all. Then you put, then you bring in authorities in and then you got, it's a whole lot of stuff going on. So it never looks good. It looks, it looks terrible. It looks like, oh man, they're always playing, the game was being played here. Now you got to go through all this stuff. But again, like I said, parents, check your attitude. Relax, understand what's going on in the game. You get your little comments here and there, but don't go overboard. Sports news right now. While everyone is focusing on the NBA Finals, Shikari Richardson is back on the track, blazing it getting ready to take back her crown from the world. In other sports news, the Rangers lost in Game 7. What a heartbreaker. But now we're on to the NHL Finals and the Lightning and Avalanche. The Avalanche took Game 1. So let's see what happens in the next few games. The Lightning was a team to beat the Rangers. Sue Bird, the most decorated WNBA player, is retiring after this season. She's leaving the league after accomplishing every goal that she set out to be. That's sports news right now. Guys, we're at the end of the session. Um, we're going to hit the segment, What's the Matter With You? What's the Matter With You goes to Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill was traded or and or left the Chiefs for the Dolphins. So Tyreek Hill began to talk about Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. I believe that once you leave, you left. Don't talk bad about it. Don't say anything. Don't expose anything. Sometimes athletes just run their mouth when they don't need to. Just be quiet and start winning with the Dolphins because the Dolphins haven't been winning. So Tyreek Hill, what's the matter with you? Award goes to him. Keep your mouth closed and win. EO peoples, we can be reached on Instagram. Blake, the number 610. We also have another page called Blake, the number 610, Inspire Fire. We can also be reached on Twitter, Blake, 6, the number 610, and the number 1. Lastly, we can be reached on TikTok, Blake, S-I-X-T-E-N.